Hey guys, have you um ever heard of this film called um Before Sunrise? No. No. Oh, oh guys, well, you've got to see this. <laughs> Um, okay, so hello and welcome to You've Got to See This. I'm Andy. And I'm Julia. And today we have some very, very, very special guests, friends of the podcast, the Swamp Podcast, Emily and Dara. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Oh my God. Oh. We are honored to be considered <laughs> friends of the pod. You are on our show to shout out if, if y'all, if your listeners want to come listen to our last collaborative episode, we talked about Paddington on our show, The Swamp, um, which was a grand old time. And you were nice enough to invite us onto your show again so we could reunite in this podcasting sphere of movie delightfulness. Um, but yeah, it felt are, only polite. We are the Swamp, and it's an acronym. Stands for some whack ass movie podcasting. We basically do the same thing as y'all. We just pick a movie, we shoot the shit about it. It's a it's a fun time. So this is like a a great little saucy collaboration, collaboration we put together yeah. here. It's a perfect time. I love that you guys have your intro so down that it, you didn't even have to look at each other to be like some whack-ass movie podcasting. It's great that you think we have it down because it feels like the most awkward thing in the world every time yeah. we do it. Uh-huh. So That's it's how we feel to, about our intro. You know, at least yeah. it comes across some type of way because I'm always like, uh, and the, the name of uh-huh. our show is? We should be better at it by now, considering that we're going on two years of this podcast. So Two years? Yeah. Wow, that is impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so we'll get on to... Okay, so what we've done, because we didn't want to burden you with you doing the three things, because the three things is like you have to try and guess the plot before we do it. Okay. We've, um, we, we're going to record a bit with our, our manager of the podcast, <laughs> um, our housemate Morgan, where he's just going to guess the plot. So we'll cut to that now. Okay, Morgan. Okay, the three things are um, they meet. There's two people they meet on a train. They uh, they uh, invited to go see a play, and they steal a bottle of wine. Go quickly. Oh wow! So there's two people, mm-hmm. and then they are on a train. <laughs> that's, <laughs> then, that's good. And then they meet each other, and then they learn things about each other. Mm-hmm. And then they go off, and they buy some wine, and then they get really drunk, and then an altercation happens. Oh, when okay. Really drunk, and then, and then. One of them dies, and the other one has to mourn for a long period of time. Okay, perfect. All right, thanks, Morgan. Oh, and we're back, guys. Hello. Now, okay. we've seen the film. Now, we're going to talk about it. Okay, so, All right, guys. summary time. This is, the, this is the segment where we're going to ask you two to um, give us an overview of the general, the general plot, the general synopsis. We want you to go in as in-depth detail of Ethan Hawke's hotness as possible. So if I'm being honest, I straight up really did not know anything about this movie before you had suggested it. Emily, you said it was on your like watch list for a while. Yes. You the, you guys were all chatting like, oh yeah, before sunrise, oh, let's do that. I'm, I'm sitting over here. I'm like, I, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to pretend like I know. And then... This is oh, I love this proof <laughs> that we live in a simulation because my Twitter immediately, as soon as you suggested we cover this movie, my Twitter blew up of people posting screenshots saying, 28 years ago today, before Sunrise was released in theaters. It was like yesterday. No way. Like, That's- whatever it's. That yeah, is it was like the, the whatever anniversary. I think 28 years. Oh my God. Yeah, and I'm like, this, this is crazy. I've never heard of this movie before in my life. And suddenly it's all over my feed. So mm-hmm. it's like, there are We're pretty tuned into the zeitgeist. <laughs> Don't want to brag. So did you guys want to, did you guys want to yeah. give us our, your, little, your little overview of what, what the plot was? Of course, was? yeah. 
Well, we would love to, um, if we could do our rendition of the movie um, to act it out for you all very briefly. Yeah, I'd I'm literally, gonna be, I've never heard a better idea. I'm going to be Ethan Hawke, I'm going to be Jesse, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to be Celine. Celine. Okay. And action. Oh my God, I'm on this tr- I'm on this train by myself reading a book. My hair is so greasy. Oh, this hot babe, I see her. She's walking towards me. Mm-hmm. I'm really agitated. This um, couple won't stop yelling while I'm trying to read my really interesting book. So I have to move. I can't do this right now. Oh, do you mind oh. if I hit on you incessantly in a kind of a creepy way? Um, Let, let's take this to the to the food car. Um, you know what? I'm going to go along with it because I'm so bored and this book isn't that good. <laughs> um, let's order food. Also, what are your thoughts on death, love, and the meaning of life? Let's get into that for a quick second. Let's order our food. I have to get off here. I get off the train. I get back on. Wait, you are so hot. I cannot pass up this opportunity. <laughs> Would you like to get off the train with me and have a little rendezvous? I'm a little scared, but you know what? I, I am young and I'm hot and I'm ha- going to have fun. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy to hear it because my plan was to just walk around all night until my plane tomorrow mm-hmm. because I have no money. Mm-hmm. Even though I spend money several times throughout this film on various things. So true. Uh, I, so true. I have no money. So let's let's go. Let's hit it off. Let's get on this little cart. Do you want to play 20 uh, questions? What makes you horny? <laughs> That's a really intimate and really uncomfortable question to open with. So I'm gonna like try and one up you and tell you about like this really formative experience that I had in my life <laughs> and this boy who shaved all of his body off his hair to swim really fast. Wow, I can swim too. I'm relating this back to me because I want to fuck you so bad. Uh, this um, is this is clearly just gonna be all about me talking about myself. Um, do you do you believe in love? Yes. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get off here and like explore the city a little bit. Oh, let's go to the let's go to a graveyard. Let's go talk to these people. We're walking around. It's so cute. I'm gonna keep really heavy-handed flirting with you because this there's clearly so much tension here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel the tension between you two. Honestly, that was <laughs> in that moment. I was like, guys, do you want us to leave? Um, excuse me, sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Call my friend really quick in Paris. This is way, we are fast forwarding way. We, we kissed. <laughs> Let me just recap this. We kissed. We we walked around Whoa. some more. Uh, we, we had some debates. We met Well, up. that's the thing is like, there's plenty of stuff that happens in between this, but also it feels like nothing happens in between that's this. That's true. That is so true. You throw a hissy fit about the um, the palm reader. The palm reader. You I get really that was upset. A, yeah, that was a scam. Yeah, totally you were really mad. I'm so American. Mm-hmm. I don't like any European cultural <laughs> things that are different to me. Mm-mm, no. Um, can we buy a poem off of this man who needs money on the street? Milkshake poem. So romantic. <laughs> Maybe this is love? Dot, dot, dot. Oh, we also listened to some records. Um, oh, but now I'm calling my friend and I'm really doing, we're doing a bit. We're doing a bit now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to confess that I really have deep feelings for you. Um, I fell in love with you the moment that I saw you on the train. <laughs> wow. How do you feel about that? That's crazy because I actually feel the same way. Oh my God. Insane. Um, Maybe we should go do more nothing for the yeah. last half of the movie. Yeah. Oh, you want to fuck me in the park? I don't <laughs> think so. Actually, I do. I actually do want to fuck you. That's the whole thing. <laughs> this is the whole point of this whole movie. I didn't. I never picked up on that. Okay, well, my, my dick is so hard. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. I don't know about language on your show. I'm sorry. No, but go crazy. Ethan Hawke was so horny in this movie. I'm sorry, oh, uh, but then... Ethan Hawke made me so horny in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, it's time to go. It's five in the morning. I think we fucked. I can't, I can't recall. I couldn't tell. I don't think they did. <laughs> I, Wait, did um, you guys watch the second... Should, will I ever see you again? Sorry. <laughs> Have you guys watched the second movie? No. no. That conversation, I shit you not, that conversation right there where the, did we fuck? I can't remember. 
is like the main plot point of the second movie or like one of them. What? She's like, we didn't fuck. He's like, yes, we did. And she's like, I knew it the whole time, but I just was being coy. <laughs> Couldn't have been that memorable then. She's like, I don't really recall. So true. So true. Um, anyway, sorry oh, to let's interrupt. Meet, let's meet for the second movie. Let's meet for the sequel right here, six months from today. Mm-hmm. Let's not depart ways forever. I'm actually, you're my soulmate. Later. Yeah. The end. Woo! <laughs> I think that was the best. That must have been the best recap beautiful. we've ever had. Yeah. I that That's brought a tear to my one. eye. I felt like I was watching it again. I yeah, that was really <laughs> like, impressive. Wow. You guys should take up a take up an acting position at some point because mm. that was that was talent you I can't know, we go sh- to waste. We should have just put Dara in a goatee for this, and it would have been perfect. That would have been incredible. <laughs> if we were a video podcast, I would have insisted. <laughs> I would have insisted on that. <laughs> Oh, she would have done it. I She's would've. done it before. She'll do I'll it I'll never again. forget when you dressed up as, um, oh God. Mar- from I, Tanya. Yeah, Margot Robbie's boyfriend from I, Tanya. Oh, that's iconic. That's incredible. Uh, but um, yeah, that, that was our takeaway from the movie is just how incessantly horny um, Ethan Hawke is and how Selene is just sitting there being so coy about the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes them a perfect couple. I think that's why that's why they got on so well. It was the, it was the, the- opposites. They absolutely, I do agree with you. They are the perfect couple. But while we were watching this, we were starting to get really nervous because I hate to break it to you guys. We hated this movie. (laughs) It was was a big no. I felt like this was going to happen from the recap. I feel overwhelmed. I feel upset. I can't believe this. This is... I get it. Like, I get it. I get why you... Was this really formative to you when you were, like, 16? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy, was Yeah. yeah. That's this why. Was, this was, like, That's... in the group of Ladybird, like, call me by your name, like, the A24 yep. era. Yes. Mm-hmm. I could really see how seeing this, like, a dialogue movie like this, where it's basically just a marathon conversation, where mm. if th- you had never really seen a movie like that before, you could be like, wow, like, these two mm-hmm. actors are really have such great chemistry and are clearly, like, you know... They they actually like rewrote a lot of this I read and they were yeah. upset that they didn't get writers credits and a lot of people are like oh you must have just been riffing and they're like no 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 you cannot just riff that you have to like very meticulously plan yeah they how blocked that goes. every scene like really intensely with the director and it was this is like the perfect like pretentious film person film movie I I yeah not to call you guys pretentious film people but I'm surprised that you didn't enjoy it. I just, he was so, un- they were, he was so unlikable. This, and the tension between yeah. them yeah, was not, <laughs> this feels he's like so unlikable. And I'm like, Celine, I'm like, Celine, you seem fine and you seem to hate men. So like, maybe just try dating women. Yeah, that, or that was them. your takeaway. Like, he, was, he was gonna sex traffic her. Like, I'm sorry, but the whole like, hey baby, you want to get off the train with me in this mysterious city, even though you don't know me? That's how you get human traffic. I'm sorry, this <laughs> does not happen. Um, I, I, also, I also really wanted to, yeah, I did want to ask, would you have gotten off the train? If, if no! <laughs> I listen to true crime podcasts. I know no, that was, this than was to interact with a strange yeah. man. I, I, I would be off that train in two seconds. He would say, hi, I was just thinking about, I'd be, I'd pack bags, I'm on the platform. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm here. I've been waiting. He, listen, I, from what I knew outside of this movie, I was like, he might be hot enough to do that. And then watching this movie, he like progressively got greasier and greasier. Oh, he is a greasy boy in this. <laughs> he is a very greasy boy, but a charismatic Which, like, If that's your boy. thing, if that's your thing, go for it. It's just not for me. He was, I think that he was a perfect example in this movie of how someone can be 
physically hot. Mm. He is hot. He is conventionally attractive. He's got the hair. Mm-hmm. He's, He's got, got the, the little goatee. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> in the 90s look going on. The minute that man opened his mouth and was like, I was spraying the rainbow hose and I saw my grandmother and this is my, the meaning of life. I'm like, you are not hot. See, you now are that's not bad. hot anymore. I'm sorry. You re- it, Give me the ick. I got the ick from this man. Yeah, I, one I actually, sentence I kept in. a tally. Red flags. I took a red flag tally of just everything he did of of the like at, oh let's start with like 20 questions babe oh, let me yeah. ask you something horny what right off the bat what was the final what was no. the final number on the on the red flag oh, count one, two, three. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, twelve. I, I wrote 12. twelve things that he did. It's that a ninety-minute really movie. <laughs> and the number one thing, though, was just his conversational format of "I'm gonna ask you a question, even though I don't care about your answer." It's because I want to say my answer. Mm-hmm. His whole thing was like, "So, do you believe in love?" I'm pretending to listen. Oh, here's what I think. Here's my that is opinion. such like a that is such like a pickup artist guy mm-hmm. trick. Of like, oh, hey, let me ask you something like pseudo intellectual and deep, even though I don't really want to hear your answer. I just want to say what I think. I just want to say Don't ask me the question. Then just say what you think. I don't know. That's what I was getting from Mr. Ethan Hawke, Mr. Jesse. To be fair, this this jaded, this jaded like opinion on their relationship. I honestly think you would love the final one because I no spoilers, but the final one is basically them bickering for about two hours. Just being like you're manip- you suck. I hate Good. you. Good, I wanted them to fight more because every time they fought, they seemed to have very, like, actual opposing, like, world views and beliefs sometimes. Like, oh, I think, you know, women have this mm-hmm. role in society. Oh, I kind of disagree with you. And then they'd be like, we shouldn't fight. We should just, we should just put our differences aside. Unless kiss. We're in Vienna. Oh, like, oh, talk it out. That's how you actually Vienna get to know somebody. Spot for- also, like, ask her her favorite color. I don't know. <laughs> that's how you get to know someone right there. That's a first uh-huh. date question. Not what, what 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 made you first horny? What what was the first thing that ever got your sex drive going? Um, I did yeah, have a question. Right. I did yes. have a question for you guys. Um, okay. if you all right, out of every European city, if you could be before sunrise, I know you didn't think it was that romantic, but if you could be before sunrise in any city in Europe or or in America, what city would mm. you want it to be? So I, so I, actually, one. I really like that that you guys picked this movie for us because it is very like an American and a European mm-hmm. together, and you can really see the differences That's in sort true. of like their mm-hmm. cultural. Yeah, world we thought views. about that. <laughs> that was yeah. the plan. Yeah. And <laughs> we are like aggressively. I am aggressively like uh, an uncultured American, and like even I think on our Paddington episode, we were talking even just like the food differences. Like I had mm-hmm. Doritos for breakfast. Like that is not okay. Oh, what a breakfast! <laughs> But um, I've never really even left the country. I've hardly left America. I've never mm. been to Europe. I've never been anywhere. But I feel like Amsterdam seems fun, so I'm gonna pick oh, that yeah. one. Yeah, that's a um, very there, good. But I, if I'm picking an American city, though, I want to pick somewhere trashy. I want like <laughs> I want to pick like Vegas, Philadelphia, or like, oh, like Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> oh somewhere, my god, somewhere just dirty Boston. and bad. Because that's how you find real love is in a in a bad place. Because you can find in like Paris. Rihanna said that, I think. Yeah, you can find love in a homeless place. That's that's Um, incredible. Um, Yeah, no, I do feel like if you went to like Paris or Vienna, you get caught up in the in the love of the land. You don't actually fall in love with the person. No. Matt Healy said that once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Amsterdam's good. I feel like there's enough to do like in Amsterdam to keep you occupied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Um, (laughs) we all know hmm. what you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'd say Venice, but Venice is underwater. So like yeah, we'd be Venice like I'd be I would fall in love with a fish is the entire Shape of Water sequel was someone start writing this. Oh. Emily tra- travels to <laughs> travels to Venice. Falls in love with a fish man. Linda, right? Um, where is it that they hold on. They host oh my god, what what is that like beer month? What is it? Like you know what I'm talking about in Germany? Yeah, what uh, is it? Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. I would want to go to like Oktoberfest <laughs> and, yeah, and find Actually, love yeah. at Oktoberfest. I did enjoy yeah. that. To me, at the end of this, it felt like Celine was just like, oh, do you know what would make this night a bit better if I just got quite drunk? If we just <laughs> stole a bottle of wine and just got a little bit tipsy, maybe that would make me stand you. Fair. <laughs> no, really. Fair. Which is the European way. If, if, if truth be told, <laughs> yeah. she's... she's, she's on our side. I was in her heart, you know, she knew what to do straight away. She was like, I don't like you sober. I might like you drunk. Let's get drunk. <laughs> what, what, city, what city would you want to go to in any of Europe to be before sunrise? I like using this as a verb. <laughs> before sunrise. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I would. You wouldn't trust I just, anyone. I just wouldn't. I just keep to myself. I'd be like, "You're looking at me. Go away. Go away. You're too crazy for me. Thank you." That's, <laughs> that's a valid that's answer. That's yeah. a very valid answer. Unless it was someone, you know, my type. Yeah, mighty fine. My type. <laughs> In my opinion, I would. I would want it to be. Um, that's a great question, Andy. I actually didn't prepare an answer for myself here. I'm. This is. This is. I've really let myself down. You know, I'd probably say Paris, which is where they go in the sequel. They do uh, go to Paris in the sequel. So just, okay. which to be fair, first time I watched this, I know they talk in a lot of Austrian, they meet a lot of Austrian people, still thought it was Paris. They were walking <laughs> around, I was like, this is so romantic. <laughs> this, is <what? laughs> this is lovely. Well, like, here's the thing, is that they managed to make, wait, hold on, where are they in Vienna? The, they managed to make Vienna look kind of ugly in this movie. <laughs> How dare, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was I like, don't know. The like, it just wasn't very like, like, I don't know. Like they didn't do it very cinematically. If you I, ask from me, from a filmmaker, I'm no like you know cri- film critic. I don't have any expertise. But uh, the you don't have a podcast or anything. It was kind of ugly, <laughs> and the sound design pissed me the fuck off. When they they're just having a conversation, which I get, we need to like hear what they're saying. No little spices of background noise <laughs> ever. They're having their little phone conversation in a bar. And it is just straight audio as if like a, they're doing a podcast. There's no little peppering. There's people all around them. We can't even hear a murmur of the crowded bar behind them. That's when it like in my brain, I was like, ah, there's just something off about this movie that I just. Oh, love one thing you. that they if did you... oh, include in the audio editing was the sound of him unhinging his jaw to make his mouth extra fucking wide for whenever he kissed her. Dude, he, I swear to God. I wish the listeners could see the example that we were just given of the mouth going so wide. It's like he was trying to swallow her whenever they were kissing in this movie. I swear to God. It was so unnerving. I thought it was kind of hot. (laughs) A man with an unclenched... I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel bad for poor Uma Thurman. <laughs> oh, so so valid. Yeah, I can't. Did you guys? Did you guys know any of Ethan Hawke's like work going into this? Like, what did you? What else have you seen him in? I mean, like Dead Poet Society and yeah, stuff of course. like that. Yeah, and what's and that one? That First he... Reformed. I really liked that movie where he. Mm. Plays, I still like, haven't a seen it. Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And there was there was the one that he actually like did with Uma Thurman. I Gattaca. Think. Gattaca. That yeah, we, they made us watch that in like middle school. Middle school. <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> we were made to watch that in secondary school as well. Why is Gattaca being shown around? It was For in like what? an RE it's lesson. About, like, it's about like genetic coding or whatever yeah which other than that but i remember i feel like our, our science teacher was kind of horny for uma thurman because we also we <laughs> also watched um contact that jodie foster movie where they like go to space oh that's a, yeah. i like that one that had nothing to do with anything we were learning about <laughs> like this is biology it's just a good movie <laughs> um, okay do i have any oh did you oh, i can't believe you guys didn't like the like look or like feel of this movie i feel like this film has a thing that like modern movies like lack where it's just shit camera quality which makes everything seem so much more romantic mm. like i feel like you can't have like because there's the film with chris evans in it which <laughs> is like what is it before before i go no oh before oh, oh no before, shit don't, wow the chris evans fan is now. really oh, letting down the team here bad day to catch me out but I'm it not just gonna looks lie. It, like it just looks too clean and it's like this is is this romantic or is this just clinical mm. that's the big issue i think I will say I did really I thought it was stunningly beautiful the last shots of all the places they had gone the night before that were like felt very hollow and empty that I was like like, beautiful because they're not there (laughs) (laughs) the best part of the movie was just when they were absent it was just incredible I can't believe this did you guys have any more notes to go through or are you are you Um, ready to go for the ratings Oh, just that he was really humping that pinball machine. <laughs> I could not pay attention when they were having that conversation because he was like, the pelvic thrusts were like, distracting. Can you control your gyrating hips, sir? <laughs> That's a very valid um, criticism. It's a very valid criticism. Yeah, I think I think you just like for us, we're very much a podcast that does not fall for the like two day romance kind of thing. Oh, like, we we've, do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've definitely like established that as like yeah, I'm a rom com hater. Yeah. If rom coms have one hater, it's me. There's See, two haters. Bad, it's yeah. you and Julia. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I love a rom com. I'm a little like I'm a hopeless <laughs> romantic, but this one didn't get me. But like uh, yeah, I think the only movie that we ever like were like we're okay with like a two week romance was like Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's very valid. That is actually a very yeah. that's well that's just a beautiful movie. Not quite as beautiful as Before Sunrise, though, in my opinion. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> okay, guys, um, we're gonna we're gonna rate the film out of ten now. So, t- should we go first, or do you have a rating out of ten in mind? I don't know you if I want to hear first. it. Yeah, okay. you should go first. Well, this I is one of my favorite movies of all time. If you can't see, there is literally a poster right behind me, right, oh! a very faded poster, right there. <laughs> so this is a nine out of ten for me. This really? is a 9 out of 10 movie for me. I thought you were going to say like a 10 out of 10. I just, it's, it's not quite the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Mine, I can't remember what I rated it last time I watched it, but it was like a 7, maybe oh. 6.9. See, I think that's bad, but I'm just not ready for what's going to happen from across the pond. I, I'll go first because I think mine's higher than Emily's. I'll give it a 4 because I thought that there were some good moments. And I also liked that there was stuff that happened in this movie that later is referenced in other movies. And I was like, oh, that's where that's from. Like when they're in the record shop, yeah. they do that little bit in 500 Days of yeah. Summer. Like a, clearly a lot of post this movie rom-coms mm-hmm. drew from this as far as like, how do we get that um, like good chemistry between two characters in like that haven't known mm-hmm. each other for a very long thing. Um, but it, yeah, I, I can, I get it. I, I get why you could enjoy it, but it simply was not for me. 
Okay. I'm and I'm, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna for for your sake I'm gonna jump on the floor with Dara. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would have had. I, I just, cried. I found the dialogue so painfully corny. Like Aww. it was just one of the like oh. And it's just like he's just the kind of guy like if I was ever like if I ever met him when I was in school like you know he's like the devil's advocate kind of thing in class. He's like in a women's studies class and he's like stirring the pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like in a sociology class being like just yeah just to play the devil's advocate here um uh. yeah. Yeah, it's I, just, I, I can it, like, I can see that. It's the thing of like I didn't have a problem with Celine like if they if it, he was just a different person, I would have liked this movie a lot more. I think, but like Ethan Hawke really just can I oh. can I ask who would you have recast Ethan Hawke with in a dream world? It's in, the nineties. Who in I, the nineties? Keanu Reeves. 90s. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. Natural I was... charisma. I just didn't find Yo, any charisma Whoa! Whoa! From whoa! Him. <laughs> I'm up for chatting shit about the movie. That's that I can get past that. If you say Ethan Hawke has no charisma, I'm gonna his char- his characterization okay. yeah. of okay. this um, particular because like this, to me he one. just felt like he was trying to do a Leonardo DiCaprio ripoff the entire movie. <laughs> That's yeah, um, I can see that. I though. think I think Colin Farrell. Oh, oh yeah, thick, thick Irish accent. We're yeah. on a Colin Farrell yeah, high right yeah. now. We're like, yeah. Because it could be, you could still play him as an asshole, but like kind of a lovable asshole. Like, oh, you're being a dick, but I kind of like you. Yeah. He was just being a dick and I was like, oh, fuck off. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm here with your pseudo-intellectual bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. ask her what kind of cheese she likes. I don't know. <laughs> just ask her I something like, about her personality. It's good. Huh? Yeah. Um, like, instead I, of like I, asking, okay. like, what's the most, like, like, your first sexual experience, I want to know the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you during sex. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, d- no. Ugh. All right, I also had one question. Do you know about the sequels at all? Like, anything about the sequels? A little bit. I think I've only seen... I don't really know about the second one. Once you brought up what it was about, I kind of remember it, Mm -hmm. uh, hearing about that. But I do know that the third one, like, I had seen one, like, clip from it, and they're, like, bickering in a car. Yeah. And that's about it. And I couldn't, like, read if they were married or not, or, like, what happened. Do you want the spoiler? Huh? Do you want the spoiler? Do you want the spoiler for the third one? Yes, yeah, I want yeah, it. Absolutely. They are married. But no, no, you have... So each film, because it's Richard Linklater, Mr. Boyhood Man, who shoots a film over like 40 years. <laughs> he So the next one's set nine years later and they meet again and the film's shot nine years later. And then the one yeah. afterwards is set nine years later, shot yes. nine years later as well. It's so beautiful. But that is, that that's like just that. my opinion. I like that. Did you know, though, that the director for this film directed School of Rock? Yes! Yes, I did know that! What an incredible <laughs> point to bring up! What an immaculate point to bring up! He is an incredible director purely purely on that basis. If anyone can get that performance out of Jack Black, they deserve an Oscar to me. That's, that's my opinion. Well, that's just how Jack Black is, I think. I think he's just that's like that. that. Jack Black is the main character in this. That's the that's the idea. That's the idea. Someone write this down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect recap. I would get off the train with Jack Black. (laughs) Who wouldn't? And on that note, do you guys want to move on to the game section? Yes. Please. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, get away from this movie. No, no. We just love a game. Okay, so the game for this week is which was the highest grossing movie out of the film series? So like, for example, like, oh, I don't want to give any away, but like Jurassic Park, 
like it would be in in the first like three trilogy or like Jurassic World would be the next like three trilogy. Mm-hmm. So out of that okay. group of like movies. So for an easier one, I'll start off. And the first one is The Hunger Games. So that's Hunger Games okay. 1, Catching Fire, Mockingbird Part 1, Mockingbird Part 2. Mockingjay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Ooh. okay. Highest grossing movie. Julia, do you want to go first? Uh, G- <laughs> any any uh, ideas? I don't, you can just say the one. The first one? The first one. Now over to the swamp. <laughs> I think it was Catching Fire. And I'll say Mockingjay Part 1, just to, just to dice it up. The answer was... Catching Fire. You're right, it was Catching Fire. Which one's that? Catching Fire, the second one. I need everyone to keep score of their scores individually because my brain does not <laughs> have it. that capacity. That's the best right, one, anyway. The fingers in the air are working yeah. immaculately. So true. All right, the next one is Harry Potter. Julia. Um, oh, Prisoner of Azkaban. We got a Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Over to the swamp. I want to say Deathly Hallows Part 1. I'm sensing a theme with yours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is the part one. So this is this is out of the entire of the, franchise. Apart from the Fantastic Beasts, just out of the Harry Potter film series. But who's going to say the Fantastic Beasts ones? Deathly Hallows Part Two. Everyone needs to see how it ends. Once again, Emily's correct. <laughs> it was, it was Part Two. Wow, what? really, absolutely killing it. Really, absolutely killing it. All right, next one. Um, Toy Story. So out of the Toy Story four movies. Not including Lightyear. Oh. Not that anyone was ever going to say Lightyear in this situation. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Chris Evans. Yeah. Um, out of the Toy Stories. Okay, should we just keep with this order that we have going? Three. I'll say three as well. Three? Mm, I also think three because that's when they're like, the toys are gone. See, now yeah. I also thought three, but by a very, very small margin, it's four. No. Shocked me. Lame. Shocked me. Lame. <laughs> Cancel. I never saw it. Oh, you never, never saw, saw it? it? The Spork. Are you kidding the sp- me? <laughs> Sporky. He's the best character. Okay, the next one is How to Train Your Dragon. Out of the How to Train Your Dragon movies, How- one, two, three, and four. No, one, two, three, not four. <laughs> Sorry. Out of one, two, and three, which one do you think is? The first one. The first one? I'll say two. Two? Mm, I think one. It was number two. It was number two. But, funnily enough, number one in America. Number one oh, was the highest grossing oh, in America. Yeah. So, you know okay. what? A valid answer from you. Okay. Nate. But we need to have a globalist perspective here. Exactly. It's important exactly. to account everything. This is why we're doing the podcast together. <laughs> um, okay. So the second to last one is Scream. Out of all five of the Screams, which Scream Ooh. do you think is the highest grossing? Julia? Oh, uh, the second one. The second one? That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Oh, thanks. I'm going to say four. Oh, I like it. <laughs> is that the one with Hayden Panettiere? I hope yeah. so. <laughs> um, I'm also going to say two, because I think the success of the first one ran off. Guys, I hate to break the news to you. It was the original Scream. Fuck off. It was the original oh, Scream. What? Yeah, which shocked me, because that came out a while ago, and yeah. these are not adjusting for inflation. No. So that really mm. did bloody well. Okay, and the huh. last one, out of the not that we've all seen them, but out of the before trilogy... <laughs> So before sunrise, before sunset, and before midnight, which one do you think earned the most money? Uh, the the second one. The second one. It's a good guess. I'll say the second one as well, because like this one, like probably caught people's attention. They're like, oh, I have to see what happens. I need to know. <laughs> I think the third. You think the third? Once again, <laughs> she is correct. It is the third. Oh! It was the third. Well, I think there's a clear winner. I think everyone should give yeah. a round of applause. 
I'm only for the win. You really keep up with the box office wow. numbers, huh? That's <laughs> I am um, constantly Googling them whenever we like are recording. Who so. isn't? Who isn't? Um, okay, <laughs> perfect. So now we're on to the new segment, which I will cue a sound effect for right now. This is our new segment. So we've got my song of the week mm. and Julia's main passion in life, which is Julia's Dilf of the week. And so also the Swamp oh. podcast. If you guys did prepare for this. We did. Yes. Oh, what a prepared podcast. Um, You guys would have a song and a Dilf yourselves. <laughs> so yes. should yes, we start we off do. with your guys' suggestions, your guys' recommendations? So quite naturally, I felt like I would do the Dilf and Emily would do the song, but immediately we both had ideas for the opposite. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Emily will be presenting our Dilf of the week or... Okay. I mean, America's, uh, the universe's DILF of, yeah. of, of the week. Yes. Yeah. We'll be um. the deciders of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys have played the game or watched the new show, yes. The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. So um, yep, my yep. DILF of the week is Pedro Pascal. Um, I think be. everyone Honest. in the universe can agree with it. He's taken the world by storm mm -hmm. right now. Once again. Every time uh, yeah. he shows up, everyone's like, oh, did we all remember that he's so hot? Yes. Yeah. So he he is my choice. I'm throwing my hat in for Pedro for DILF of the week. As you should. Nice, as you should. Nice. Now moving on to the song <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> So I um, just yesterday saw the movie Women Talking, oh, well, which I it's nominated that. for an Oscar. And it's a relatively musicless movie, but right in the middle, they played Daydream Believer by the Monkees. And that is a song that I loved, loved, loved as a kid. I think I had it like on a CD. And then I just hadn't listened to it in probably a decade. And then it showed up in this movie and I was like, oh, I forgot that I just absolutely love that song. So my song recommendation of the week is Daydream Believer by the Monkees. That is an nice. incredible select. That, wow. Honestly, you two have exceeded my expectations. Yeah. These were amazing choices. Okay, Julia. Do you want to go on to your DILF of the week? Um, was it the same? Well, it kind of was, but oh. like, I, I'm, I'll leave that like as a special shout out, you know. I'll still do an honorable my mention, one, you know? if you yeah, please. Of course, yeah. Um, the the one I was gonna choose was Andrew Lincoln, who plays Ricky Dicky Doodah Grimes in The Walking Dead. I've I haven't. She is obsessed yet. with The Walking Dead at the moment. I, every it's, single day, the main yeah. Oh. Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. She has been talking about nothing but The Walking Dead for the last two I've weeks. I've stopped a bit, actually. Not Today. Just because you haven't had the time to watch yeah. it. <laughs> so give me a break. But that is mm -hmm. such an unexpected one. I, know. I like that. I, know. I, know. I like that. He's like kind of past his... Okay, chose two zombie dads. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Wow, we're really yeah. on theme here. And he's in what? what's his... Love Actually. Is that also a... Is that also a <laughs> yeah, he is point? actually. Yeah. <laughs> he is. That's actually hilarious. Okay, my song of the week is... um So... I want no judgment on the artist, but it's a uh, and I think she's a great artist. It's um Western Wind by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> it's <gasps> oh, we yeah. all the love for Carly Rae. All in this the house, love for Carly yeah. Rae. Icon. Absolutely. Carly Rae. A Call she Me Maybe will is is a, a favorite of course, cool. but her recent album, oh it's good, oh it's and you know the TikTok sound that went round, which was like, oh how did it go? It was like. 
No, we I reached the moon. Know. Yeah, that got one. Lost in space. I think I got there. Oh, she she slayed so, that. Are you that kidding bit? me? Her little head bop and her music video, mm-hmm, so cute. Mm-hmm. So cute, so good. And now we're moving on to the question <laughs> segment, which I definitely didn't just forget, and we didn't have to cut. Um, yes, it's yeah, fine. No, of course not. No, no, no. Um, so the question for this week, I'm actually going to pass this over to Julia. Uh, yeah. Hey, hello. Um, so uh, we do this question of the week every single week. Uh, I do mostly remember to post. Haven't for the few last few months, but I did last week, so I do have some ready. Um, so if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube, is that the <laughs> yeah, <form? I> think <laughs> and you've that's got the to form. see this as well as the swamp. Oh, of course, um, check out the swamp on Instagram, and they're amazing TikTok, TikTok, which I think their TikTok is arguably better than ours. So I think gotta I think, give it to them. Gotta I think give we've got to give it to yeah. them. And, um, yeah. But yeah, um, this week we have one from Lara underscore Medlock underscore. And her question is, ever seen Little Woman from 2019 starring Julius Fave, Timmy C. What are your opinions on it? So guys, what are your opinions on Little Women from 2019, if you have seen it? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. I know, I've okay. seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen any other of the Little Women, like the previous movies, um, but I obviously the Greta Gerwig one had to be there, especially with all the Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. I'm always up on that, you know, that Oscar mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, amazing, amazing casting, great performances. Uh, it had that very. Sasha Ronan. I feel like it was really true to the book. Not that I've read the book, but I feel like I know about like the the New Englandy vibe mm-hmm. of it, and uh-huh. that's like kind of where we're from. And it felt very like mm-hmm. homey in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Greta can do no wrong. She can do yeah, no, no wrong. She is That's my background true. on my phone. She <laughs> is very much. Julia, what, what, what's your thoughts on... I, I like the film, yeah. Yeah, love it? Uh, yeah, no, I, I do enjoy it. I just really, you know, Florence Pugh is an amazing actress and she's, she's yeah, great, but her, her, her character really, I didn't enjoy it. At least when she was young. When she marries Timmy, it's fine. And like when she goes off and paints, great. <laughs> I am shocked to my very core. But when she right, burns same her here. Oh, yeah. when, no, when she burns, no, that's unforgivable. I would have just thrown her in the fire as well. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like if I'm writing, spending my days writing this book and this bitch just decides to burn it because I didn't take her somewhere. Mate, come on. Grow, grow yeah, up. That is... Grow up. And it's that's the clip on bangs for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I don't that's know. very fair. So just the way her deliveries in that movie were the best that anyone has ever given. <laughs> it's when she's like, are you hurt? I'm Amy. It's the it's it's the best bit that she's she gets. Oh my god, her I have definitely watched that like best of Florence Pugh and Little Women videos because oh, it's just it? it's it's so good. Oh uh, yeah, and oh. I'd give it I'd give it at least a nine out of ten. Similarly to this film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, okay. perfect. Should we move on to the tip of the day now? Yeah. Correct yeah. timing for it. Julia, right. pass it over to you. Okay, thanks, man. Um, so I actually wrote this one down this week. Didn't have to search my brain. Um, okay, so you ready for this? Mm-hmm. You ready? You guys ready? Um, <laughs> um, so when you've written something down and you just want to cross it out, but you don't want to, you know, let people read it again, you know, you can just, instead of putting a line through it or scribbling it, write other letters or another word on top of it because then you, it's just impossible to read. That's genius. Yeah, thank I you, I think man. that's very, very mm. smart way to redact documents and also scary <laughs> because why do you need to... Julie is actually an international spy. Oh, don't say so that. So <laughs> this is where this tip has come from. Yep, guys, so you're welcome. Well, I'm going to say stay safe and keep away from the boogeyman. And this is your guys' time to plug your podcast and also say goodbye to the listeners. <laughs>
Oh, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, and Thanks we would, for having us. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Yeah. sorry. Us, thank you for coming for on. Listening. It was an, it was an incredible um, time having pleasure. you. Always a pleasure. I would say wholeheartedly, if you enjoy, you've got to see this, you would probably enjoy our show too. Very similar vibes. You can just find us at The Swamp Podcast. Just type in The Swamp Podcast. Anywhere where you listen to your podcast, we should be streaming. We're also on all the social medias. Again, just at The Swamp Podcast. They will be linked below. Oh, swag. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Perfect. Well, thank you for listening, and we hope to get you next week. Um, Geronimo. I will see. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye.